2: All right, so you do a deep dive on the rosters. The most interesting thing (laughs) they came up with, at least I think, for this game, that I didn't didn't get to use because neither player made a play. One of them didn't play all year, so I'm not surprised. (laughs) TCU has a backup tight end named Alex Honig. Michigan has a defensive end that plays on occasion but plays special team named Julius Welshoff. They both came from the same recruiting hotbed... Of Bavaria, Germany. Oh, yeah. They, Michigan and TCU both went to Bavaria, Germany, where Welshoff played for the Munich Cowboys. <laughs> and Honig played for the Schweisbisch Hall Unicorns.
3: Careful, though. who might get dumped.
2: <laughs> for the Unicorns, Honig was rated, and I'm not joking, the number one quarterback in Germany. So I, I was hoping that Welshoff could make a play and we could draw the parallel that both teams have a player from Bavaria, which might be a state, so maybe it's not that big a deal. But one played for the Schweizbisch Unicorns <laughs> and the other one played for the, what did I say, the Munich Cowboys?
3: Uh, we say, yeah, one was, it Cowboys, Cowboys. was it? The unicorns. a Cowboys. The Unicorn, um, yeah. I think it is amazing that there are two players in the same game <laughs> mm-hmm. from Bavaria. Yep. Because how many players from Germany – Playing college football anyway.
2: Well, Michigan now has two. Um, they got a tight end, a freshman. He is also redshirting. I got to see where uh, Klein's from because maybe he is also from Bavaria and maybe. Well, I have, I, they got a pipeline? Is there an IMG Bavaria? Well, and you know, I mean, TCU had an Australian punter. Well, oh, they're the ones. Yeah, it's amazing. Who was 29? Yes. Did I hear that right? Oh, yeah. And here's another fact about him. Again, can I empty the bucket? Here we go. I'm telling you. Yes. Uh, he worked in a, for a scaffolding company, <laughs> and there was another job he had that was fascinating. It was a scaffolding company, and I think maybe he put up drywall or something. And
3: a longshoreman. <laughs> <laughs> I but, think this is something we need to bring back next season, and we'll do it on, like, Tuesdays. Empty the bucket. Empty what the bucket. You get, what didn't you get to use? Yes. We'll empty the bucket on a Tuesday.
1: Maybe, a well, maybe not empty it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe some take drops.
3: Yeah, We'll pull from the bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Select, yeah, from, yeah, the select from the bucket. You're going to take one yeah. thing from the bucket.
1: Because God knows how many part-time jobs Doug knows that backup players have this had in their, their life. I guarantee. Like,
2: well, Doug, one, kid, one kid really had. I, Johnny I'm, Petros used to sweep hair <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a salon in San Pedro.
1: Yes, he wants to go summer job crab fishing in you know Alaska.
2: And again, it's like, why would I even ever use that? He's a punter. Yeah, here it is, Jordy Sandy. From Taralagon, Australia, he's 29 years old. Before arriving at TCU, he worked with scaffolding and a paper mill company in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Why would I have ever use that? I don't know, but. Just in case he had some significant play, I try to have a note on every player in case they have a significant... You know, John, he's a former scaffolder. Mm
1: -hmm. So he knows
3: knows how to build up to levels.
1: And uh, level that crossbar (laughs) at the field goal if he needs to.
3: He's used to working up high with leverage.
2: Max Duggan hasn't cut his hair since the beginning of the season. Did you know that?
3: No, I was the same way in high school.
2: You didn't didn't cut your hair during the season?
3: I got my hair cut right before... uh, Two a days started, and I did not cut my hair um, until a year and some months later. the The following um, Thanksgiving,
2: Tay Barber, a wide receiver, is named after actor Tay Diggs. Oh, there you go. Yep. And the only thing I know, I looked at Tay Diggs, and of course, since I don't watch a lot of movies or TV, I'm like, what do I know? What do I? Know? He's in All American, which I know my daughter watches on Netflix. And yeah. useless information. Sonny Dykes. You know Sonny Dykes played T- college ball.
3: Tay Dykes was in the wood. Best man. Best man. Yeah. I think,
2: was he in Stella, how
3: Stella that, got a yeah, that's, back? Yeah, that's how yeah. he
1: got his, uh, his yeah. big start.
2: Sonny Dykes played college ball at Texas Tech. College baseball. He wasn't even a college football player. Right. Now head coach. Useless information. I had the one last week, their backup quarterback is a redshirt freshman, is older than their starting quarterback, is a senior. That's right. Yeah. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Thomas next here on ninety seven one. Hi Tom. Hey guys, how's it going? Okay, hey, Tom. Hey, my frustration. I don't know how old you guys are. The Big Ten always we're really young. Loses. You're good. Yeah. Because I, your your story that you just talked about how they took this year serious and last year, I've heard that seven times. Yeah, I know. Be- <laughs> between Woody Hayes, Bo Beckler, Lord Carr, all these guys. The Big Ten, the four or five plays that need to do to win the game, the Big Ten just never does it. It, I I don't know how you guys feel. It's like with TCU. Well, I feel that you're misrepresenting
3: uh, what Ohio State's done.
2: Well, excluding – yeah. Oh, excluding what? A team for the Big Ten that actually won?
3: I mean, they did win. It just
2: seems like the last few – it just seems like the majority of the time when the Big Ten gets in these – excluding urban Meyer. And did you, you, I know Jim trust but most of the time exclude, the big Ten loses. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't exclude any, I don't know if you could exclude anything to make a point, but look, I remember growing up. Okay. And we do, we did live through the Bow Woody era hearing stories about how when Michigan went to the Rose bowl one year, it was Disneyland and the beach and everybody. And the other year it was like, it was like a, you know, two a days. Like you can try all kinds of different approaches you just got to figure out, and and maybe this is something Harbaugh needs to do if he's still there. Um, is is what to do differently to bring out your best on on the playoff? I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and say I don't think this is a crisis yet. I don't know if it really mattered what they did last year. Georgia was way better than Michigan. Okay, this year maybe there was something done wrong in the approach. You know, I tend to think as much as we can complain about the Philly special, they had a pretty good day calling plays offensively. They scored 45 points. Um, the the mistakes that they made offensively very much cost them because they needed 52. Ultimately, the takeaway from that game is there's two catastrophic mistakes on offense that that I think they, they kind of hurt themselves. And defensively, they got gashed on the run. Like, I, I all season long hadn't seen that. And credit TCU. I don't want to take away any credit from them because I think they're an exceptionally good football team.
3: Well, let's take a look at this also. The Big Ten got two, te- two teams in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. All right? Michigan obviously lost by you know six points, had a chance to win on the final drive. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State had a chance to knock off Georgia with a last-second field goal. Yep. Okay? So... Has the Big Ten made some strides? I think they have. I mean, well, at least for this year. Every year is different, depending on what your talent level is and who's leaving, who's who's staying. Um, the, the transfer portal is really kinda made things interesting. Um, and teams have benefited. I mean, Michigan definitely benefited from the portal um to get there this year with with the center and, and some other picks they had. Um, and it looks like they're gonna benefit the from the portal next year. Hey. So is everybody else. All the good teams are going to try to benefit from the portal. So I, I think this is kind of a – it's a way to, to even things up a little bit. Um, but, I mean, if you thought Georgia was going to blow away Ohio State, it didn't happen, right? Nope. That didn't happen. So, you know, you knowing that how things went this year, I, I think you could say that there are a number of teams that are up in that upper echelon this year, and they've got these four right that were in the college football playoff and I think, based on what Alabama did to Kansas State, I think you could say Alabama is is deserving to be in that group of five as well. And then there might be a little bit of a drop off, but yeah, it's going to be SEC. It's going to be Big Ten. These are teams that are going to be there each yeah, and every year. And I
2: mean, next year's the last year the four team format. It'll be interesting to see you know how many Big Ten teams shake out in the playoff in the new format.
3: Well, and because in that new format, think of that. It's going to be two years from now, so you're going to have two years from now where. These coaches that are coming in, that they'll have another year under their belt, they'll be, you know, developing these these players that they're they're getting right now. The Big Ten West is getting really interesting, and then you're going to add USC and UCLA to the mix too. Yep. So the Big Ten West is getting really interesting with the new coaches and the new blood that's coming in there now, the new teams that are coming in in a couple of years. Who knows what, what college football is going to look like in 2025? I'm hearing
2: that they're bringing back the leaders and legends, and UCLA will be in the leaders, and USC will be in the legends. Are you making that up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but the easy fix, of course, is just put Purdue in the east and put USC and UCLA well, in the west.
3: And then you will you may be adding more teams in the Pac-12, too. Uh, God, I hope not. I yeah. Which might be the Pac-7
2: at some point. I <laughs> don't well, I don't even want USC and UCLA, but that's me being selfish. Uh, hey, I want to address something. Kang, I don't know how much we got of this, but somebody sent this over, and I kind of want to def- defend somebody a little bit. Uh, at the Cheese Army tweeted us yesterday and said, did Goff seem a little annoyed today during the interview? I might be thinking too much, but he seemed to have a little attitude. The Cheese Army. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I Look, we started off, the first thing we asked him about was Damar Hamlin. Yeah. And I think he, I think he was. I think there was two things. One, it's a big week for them, and two, I think it was a som. I think that kind of it cast a pall. A it, yeah. I think it cast a pall over everything. Mm-hmm. I had no issue with Jared Goff yesterday. Um, I don't know Kang. I, I did we get some texts about it?
1: No, we, the only text we got was really that he seemed um, more reserved. You know, yeah. than usual, it's not like he comes in guns a blazing every week anyways, but maybe because of what had happened, he he even stated himself that he was still a little kind of shook up over yep. what he saw last night. Well, a lot of us saw the night before with Dammer, uh, Damar Hamlin, so yep. I don't, other than that, it wasn't like everyone, you know, I he didn't sound pissed or anything.
3: I got a text from a friend of mine that says, Happy New Year, buddy. Man, golf is a tough interview.
1: It's usually not.
3: <laughs> you guys do a great job, but he doesn't give you much. Uh much help. Um look, I, I agree with you, Doug. I think the talking about um what happened with Tamar Hamlin, it does cast a pall over things. And I think that maybe you just don't want to talk. And some days that, that, that kinda happens. Look, he answered questions. He wasn't he wasn't standoffish, he wasn't snappy. Um it was it was what it was.
2: It was Yeah, I'm not I d I d I, I think that I think it was context. I'm not going to look too far into it. No, I'm not either. But I know that that came in, and so I just
0: wanted to address it.
2: Uh, All right.